of the Climbing Henge podcast. She just doesn't respect me. That is something I hear often from men in their relationships, whether it be their wife, their girlfriend, their ex-girlfriend, their wife who may be separated from. And many men say things such as, well, she's acting very disrespectful towards me, or she's acting in immature ways, or she's not appreciating me and I had to stand my ground meaning I had to I had to talk to her in such a way that tells her I don't appreciate her disrespectful ways now um, at the heart of the matter typically if somebody is being in your if you've been in an intimate relationship with somebody or if you're still in an intimate relationship with them and they are teach they are behaving towards you in disrespectful ways, there's usually a reason why an undercurrent of things that have happened in the past or that may be happening currently that you may be aware of or not aware of that are causing your partner to behave in ways that you feel are disrespectful. So I'm just going to, first of all, I'm going to go through uh, four or five scenarios uh, in which a man is likely to feel disrespected and we're going to talk through them high level then after at the end of the podcast we're going to come back to these and think about the, what we've learned and how we can approach these situations more skillfully based upon our knowledge of this domain of knowledge and, and area of respect so first situation is um, I messaged her and she didn't message me back and it's very disrespectful you know, you should message. It's it, you should message somebody back when you message them, right? That's typically how most men feel, okay? And it's understandable, but it's not relevant when we're dealing with intimate relationships and when there's things going on. Anytime we're evaluating something, we always want to understand the context of the situation. What has happened in the past? What's happening now? What is this? My partner's emotional state, what's their demeanor, what's their mood, all those things play into how they're behaving and what type of decisions you should make and how you should feel about it um, based upon that context. So when you message somebody and they don't message back, instead of saying, well, I feel disrespected, what you should ask yourself is, why are they behaving like this? And if you ask yourself that, that'll give you some insights into understanding their behavior so that you can behave in appropriate ways that'll be more positive and constructive towards building a, a strong, trusting, safe relationship. We're going to come back to this at the end of the podcast. Scenario number two is I'm sitting in my living room and she comes in and takes the remote and just changes the channel without saying a word. That's kind of disrespectful, right? And it probably makes you feel challenged and like, <laughs> I can't believe she's doing this. And we're gonna come back to this scenario too at the end to understand the context of the situation, how you might handle this. Scenario number three is, 
my wife is always making derogatory remarks about me, not always, but once in a while, about my weight. Maybe I'm overweight a little bit and she mentions it and, and, it's, and it's embarrassing. It's kind of a derogatory comment, it's insulting. It's not very respectful. We're gonna come back to that situation in terms of what's going on and how to handle it. Scenario number four is she makes remarks or comments about other men in front of me and that's emasculating and that's disrespectful so again what should I do how should I handle that but again we want to understand the context of the situation before taking action so we can take appropriate action now all those situations you could say are a woman is behaving disrespectfully but without a better knowledge and understanding of the background and the context to which they are being done, um, it's hard to make a really good decision about what your behavior should be. All right, so before we get into these, what we're going to do is we're going to go through a definition and kind of add some, um, uh, some depth to the topic of respect and what it means based upon research that Fry and Shaver did in 2002. Then what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what it means to be respect worthy from a relationship standpoint. And this is research that Ainsworth has done in 1998 on the idea of respect worthy. What they did was they looked at marital uh, partners and talked about the qualities that um, help them to feel respectful towards their partner. So we're going to talk about what those qualities are. Because if you're in a relationship and you're not, in, you're not helping to positively reinforce these qualities and instead you're doing the opposites and the negatives of these, your partner will likely not feel you're respect worthy and then they won't be treating you with respect. So you have to understand what, what the root cause of your partner's behavior is before you just stand your ground and try to get respect. Standing your ground is a way to try to force somebody to behave uh, in a way you want, regardless of how they feel. Because if they don't respect you because of past transgressions, simply standing your ground to get them to make them respect you is only gonna cause them to have what? More anger and hatred towards you probably. Okay, so what is respect? Let's, let's define it. Um, well, the re research from Fry and Shaver says that respect is more of an attitude. It's not an emotion. And it's an attitude based upon your perceived qualities or what someone has in terms of their perceived qualities of me. And if those qualities are positive, and we're gonna go into more detail about them, it's more likely that they will treat me with respect. Also, the polar opposite of respect is contempt. So if somebody has a certain level of contempt for you, your past bad behaviors and transgressions, it's more likely that they won't treat you with respect. Understanding that and being self-aware of that is really a first step in healing it and moving towards a way that they don't have contempt towards you and that they will then treat you with respect. All right, what else uh, Fry and Shaver say is that there's really kind of two components to respect. Number one is structure, and structure has to do with behaviors and how they're treating you. 
with uh, respect or not, with, or with contempt. And number two is content. Uh, so for structure, what they talk about is the cognitive, affective, and behavioral, behavioral things that another person does. And we talked about in our, our examples. She's not returning my messages. Is that disrespectful? Well, maybe or maybe not. She is saying things to emasculate me. That might be disrespectful. So those are the structure in which disrespect is shown. Now, in terms of content, respect has to do with equality and caring and supportiveness. So, if my partner treats me with respect, they treat me in a mutual manner with, that is equal to how they want to be treated as well. And it's caring and considerate, meaning if my partner wouldn't want me to come in and change the TV station when they're watching it, they shouldn't do it to me. However, if they have contempt for me because I've violated certain behavioral principles, they won't feel respect and so they won't treat me as they want to be treated. All right, so that gets to the bottom of a really good understanding of how respect works. Now, some further research that Ainsworth did along with Brian Shaver has um, what they have, um, admirable qualities which are essential for demonstrating respect to another. Um, so we've got a list of qualities that they have come up with in their research. And first of all, um, honor, self-discipline, patience, wisdom, and self-knowledge are all important. Also, I need to be considerate of my partner. If in the past I haven't shown consideration for them, for their needs, for them expressing themselves, guess what? They may not deem me or you worthy of respect and they may not treat us in a respectful manner. We've planted, as I like to say, demon seeds and now they've sprouted. And what we have to do if we want to get respect is pay a certain price for, our, for the misdeeds that we've done um, repair the relationship and then go forward once they've forgiven us and they've seen that we have served our, our punishment or our penance for our past misdeeds. Um, so consideration, acceptance, I can accept my partner, what they feel, what they express, and what they want to do with their life. I allow freedom and expression for my partner. Um, I, I allow them to express themselves and their emotions and their feelings and I'm supportive of them in their direction and the things they want to achieve. So, if in the past I haven't been supportive or I haven't been accepting or I haven't sowed consideration, perhaps I, I, I used bad words to lower their self-esteem or I was abusive in terms of my language or I called her names or I did things or I was disrespectful to her, it's highly likely she will have, your, or your partner will have negative connotations associated with these qualities. And guess what? They will have a certain level of contempt. Now, whatever that level of contempt is, it might, on a scale of 0 to 10, will dictate how disrespectful they might behave towards you. Other research says, and this was done by Ainsworth, is that respect-worthy behavior is also uh, behavior that goes hand-in-hand -hand with a good attachment partner. So if I have a partner that's demonstrating positive attachment behaviors, and these are protectiveness, comfort, support, and encouragement, my partner is more likely to respect me 
And if they have respect for me based upon these qualities, they will treat me with equality and with caring and consideration. So one of the things you need to do right now is if your partner is any way demonstrating what you appear or what you think is disrespectful, you should go back and think about these qualities and how you violated them. And if you have, it should be no surprise that your partner is treating you in disrespectful ways. All right, now that we have knowledge of what respect is and the polar opposite of contempt, let's, let's go forward, let's pave a path forward to better understanding and, and positive actions to address this. Let's just think about, here's four qualities of female emotions. For females, they process emotions at a deeper level, They're, they last longer, they're more visceral, and they have an ongoing memory evaluation of their emotions. They're more intense. So if you've done things to violate these positive qualities we just talked about, you weren't considerate, you weren't supportive, the memories and the emotions they have associated with them are going to be more intense and last a lot longer than for you. So you might have done things years ago, and now it's coming home to roost with their disrespect. And you need to understand that and take accountability of it before you say, I need to stand my ground. Secondly, is that um, females are more suppressed in terms of their, their emotions and being able to express themselves. So they lock it inside of them and it gets angry and it builds up. Which means again, um, they might be disrespectful now towards you for things that happened months and years ago. Need to be understanding of this. Third is that females are conflict avoidant, and so rather than approach you with their with their grievances, they might use passive aggressive behavior, like coming in and changing the TV channel on you. That's passive aggressive, and so because they avoid direct conflict, um, they may be doing things to um, get back at you for their past grievances. And number four. Females tend to be much more indirect in their communication, so uh, they don't want to speak to you, they don't respond to a text message, that they're telling you something, it's just indirect. So rather than saying, well that's disrespectful because she didn't respond to my text message, understand that she's indirect and you need to understand that to be a more effective partner and communicator. So those four things all need to come into play and you need to have a really good understanding of those things. They have emotions that are deeper and longer lasting. They're more likely to suppress their feelings and emotions. They're more conflict avoidant and they're more indirect in communication, which means if they have anger and grievances towards you, it comes out in different ways that you may not be fully conscious and aware of. And you have to, you have to increase your sense of these things and become more observant. Okay, now, Let's get into how we can be more proactive and positive with our knowledge. The first thing we can do is, what I would do is go through and make a list of all of the violations of the positive qualities that you've made in the past. We talked about the positive qualities that are respect worthy. These are consideration, acceptance, freedom and expression, supportive behavior, protective, aiding comfort, being supportive, 
um, providing encouragement, um, also demonstrating honor, self-discipline, patience, and wisdom and knowledge. So if you violated those things in the past, write them down, make a list of these things, and really think through the things that you've done to your partner to make them feel angry or hurt or violated or not considered. And then think through what those means in terms of how they are likely to feel about you and how they would likely have grievances towards you. That's a good first step because um, it makes you more self-aware and then you're less likely to say, well, she's not disrespecting me. She's doing these things because I've hurt her or I've, I've caused her to have great anger. I haven't been considerate of her. All right, now let's go back to the scenarios we talked about at the beginning. Number one, I messaged her and she didn't message me back. So instead of saying that's disrespectful, what I want to say is, why is she doing this? Perhaps she's been giving me indications in the past week that she really didn't want to talk to me and I haven't been perceptive in, in picking up on those things. So I'm, I'm trying to force communication. She's being indirect in her communication and not texting me back. Saying she's distraught, what I have to say is what is she telling me and why and what's the context of the situation so that I can be more positive, acknowledge how she feels and be a better uh, partner with her so that she can see I understand what she's doing and I can acknowledge it and understand it, then she can feel heard. All right, so that's scenario number one. Scenario number two is she just came into the room when I was watching TV and she changed the channel, which was rather rude. <laughs> but uh, in this situation, what I want to think is that in the past, I have done things to hurt her. I've done things where I haven't been fully supportive of her. And um, she has grievances against me. And so once in a while, when, when I'm doing these things, she comes in and she doesn't show me a proper respect because of these things. It's passive aggressive behavior. It's a way to challenge me to see what I do. And because she has grievances against me for the past when I've hurt her and, and done bad things and not supported her, she comes in to change the channel. If I get all upset, like, what are you doing? Why are you changing the channel? She's going to look at me like, oh, really? Um, you really have a problem with this? Okay, I was just coming in here and they're going to get all uptight about it. Forget it. And then she'll leave and she will be more angry about me. So there's different ways to handle that. Um, Light-hearted is a good way to go. If she comes down and changes the channel, you could simply say, hey, I see you want to watch something other than what I'm watching. Is this correct? And she can say, yes, I don't want to watch that show. Say, okay, well, I was watching it, but that's all right. What would you like to watch? Diffuse the situation with lightheartedness and absorb her anger. Because if you challenge her, because she's not disrespecting you and she's already got anger, violated some of these positive qualities, you're just gonna make the situation worse. This happens many times, by the way. Um, I come home, my wife comes home after me, there's one or two dishes in the sink and she gets all over me. How come these dishes aren't done? And that's her way of airing her grievances towards me. She has anger toward me, so that's what she's doing. Yes, it's, the action itself is a bit disrespectful, but I have to understand why she's doing it. She has extreme anger towards me because I've whatever I've done. And so in that situation, I just say, yep, okay, I won't, won't let it happen again. 
because I understand the context of the situation. It's passive aggressive behavior. And if I challenge her and say, well, this is very inappropriate and wrong and what are you doing? And she's just gonna be like, oh, you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Then she looks at you as a big baby, right? If you've done bad things and you've hurt a woman, you must allow them to get their punishment on you. Because if you don't, you won't get forgiveness. If you cry and whine when they're punishing you, you won't get forgiveness. I can assure you of that. All right, let's go on to the next scenario. And this scenario is, I've hurt my wife in the past, I've done bad things, I cheated on her, and now she makes comments here and there about me being short or I'm fat or once, once in a while she says stuff like that. It's kind of embarrassing. But she's got anger and contempt for me. We were out and about somewhere with the kids and she says a little comment about me being overweight. If I challenge her in that environment, it's gonna be embarrassing, it's gonna be volatile, and she's gonna get angry about it. It's gonna create stress-filled situation. Because I know that she has anger at me and, and towards me, and that's where this comment is derived from, what I do in that situation is I use what's called operant conditioning. Operant conditioning says if we take away the rewards from a behavior, people will stop doing it. What she wants to do is upset me and provoke me. So if she sees that I am totally unprovoked by her comments, uh, and of uh, these nasty comments to me, she will stop doing it. I guarantee it. It may take a while, but it happens almost every time because operant conditioning is very effective. So in that situation, I'm out, we're shopping, she makes an uh, insulting remark to me. It flows right through my body. She sees it has zero impact on me. No impact. I just keep talking like it never happened. And it makes her feel unheard and she gets no reward for that comment. And she sees that I can deal with it and I don't cry and whine about it. That is the most effective way to deal with that type of a behavior in that situation. So you let it flow through your body it goes right through you. You're, you show no change in body behavior, no tensing, no uptightness. She sees that it has no impact on you. You're totally unaffected. And in time, she stops. And I've had men practice this, do this very successfully. Um, and, and it's a very good technique for doing it. All right, next situation is I have a woman that is emasculating me. And she's saying comments about me and mentioning things about other guys in front of me that are emasculating. That's disrespectful. Why is she doing it? That's the first question. Oftentimes when that's happening is because the man has been behaving in either needy ways or more feminine ways, too, too feminine. And when I say feminine, we talk about feminine versus masculine. These are all men and women have masculine and feminine traits. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And there's a time for it. But if I am with a woman who is, expresses more masculine qualities and I am too needy in my behaviors, she will be disgusted by that. And because of her disgust, she is likely to treat me in disrespectful ways and try to emasculate me. That's how disgusting it can be to females. So. If I've been needy 
and I've been behaving too I'm on the feminine side and it's disgusting her, she then may try to emasculate me by making little comments about other guys. And so she might say, oh, you know what, when Peter was at the office, uh, he made some comment about how sexy I looked. And that's a way to give you a little disrespectful jibe and hurt you because she's feeling disgusted by you. In this type of situation, given that context, what you want to do is make light of the comment and come back with a witty retort. So she says, oh, Jonathan made a comment about how sexy I was looking. You might say something, oh, really? What happened? Please share. Because now she'll be put on the spot and embarrassed and she'll look at you like, well, nothing happened. But she sees that her comment has zero impact on you because you don't get agitated, you don't get defensive, you don't get upset or mad, and you're giving her back witty banter. The other thing you can do with a comment like that is where she says, you know, well, Jonathan was saying how sexy I look. You might say, well, you know, God, I was at work too and Marsha was like making these comments about how sexy I was looking. I was like, no, get down. Anyways, that's called a tit for tat playing fire with fire. And what you're trying to do is show them that if they make those types of disrespectful comments, you're going to play with them and come back with witty retorts and banter that make them feel uncomfortable. And if you do it in correct ways, they will stop. Trust me, I guarantee it, I have backed you by force is never the answer. All that does is suppress a woman's feelings and anger and what's going on and force them to, to behave in a way which you think is, is respectful, but only increases their contempt for you. So you never want to do that. What you want to do is understand the situation, like we just went through each of those situations and why they're behaving as they are and address it very smartly and very cunningly based upon your knowledge about why they are acting in the way that they do. All right, so we've talked about respect. We've talked about what it is. It's an attitude. And it's based upon the qualities, the perceived qualities that somebody feels for you. They can either be good qualities, where they feel you're considerate, accepting, accepting supportive, you're protective, you aid comfort and support and encouragement. And if they feel those positive qualities about you, they're likely to treat you with respect, which means they treat you with equality, how they would want to be treated, and consideration and support. If you violated those qualities in the past, might be a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, depends on how deeply you violated them, the depth of the negative emotions, your partner may have a level of contempt for you. Might be on a scale of one to 10, it might be a one, a two, a three, a four. You have to skillfully navigate and rebuild your relationship so that you eliminate their contempt. And that can take months and sometimes even years to do. But you must address the root cause of the problem. Trying to simply force a woman to respect you um, through sheer force of personality will always backfire and increase their contempt for you. All right, I wanna thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Climbing Henge Podcast.